0: Representing Equity is a Northeast Pennsylvania business podcast that highlights regional business owners from marginalized and historically underrepresented groups. This podcast is a means of not only amplifying these businesses, but also raising awareness of some of the hurdles and concerns underrepresented businesses face here in Northeast PA.
1: This podcast is sponsored by the Wilkes-Barre Connect program, the entrepreneurial and economic development arm of the Greater Wyoming Valley Chamber of Commerce. Connect just introduced a brand new
0: equity initiative called the Connect Inclusive Program, which was created to address systemic and historical barriers to entrepreneurship and business growth experienced by individuals from minority communities. We do this by providing accessible resources specifically tailored to their needs, providing them with all stages of education and technical resources to start up or continue to grow their business. For more information on Connect Inclusive,
1: please visit our website at wyomingvalleychamber.org.
0: All right. So for this episode, I'm here today with Janice Montez of Janice's Purses, right? Janice's Purse Collection.
1: And events.
0: And, well, we'll get to the events because you've got, <laughs> you, you might be doing a little too much in the region. uh so Janice uh talk to me a little bit about uh your purse collection sort of how you got that started and um why why that was the business you chose to begin with
1: um well I love purses so I wanted to share my love for unique different type of purses that you don't normally find in the stores Mm -hmm. so and I wanted to be affordable so I wanted to keep everything cute fun and affordable and that's what I did so um We were going through COVID and um, everybody was starting businesses. So, I mean, I was like, I can jump in and, uh, you know, get on this business thing. Like, why not? Like, get tired of working for people and doing a regular nine to five. So why not work for yourself and do something that you love at the same time? Mm -hmm, So that's mm -hmm. what I did.
0: Very cool. And had you run any businesses before you started the purse collection or? I had... did.
1: Temporary. I did uh, cleaning, um, commercial and uh, residential. And um, I did not want to clean for myself. No. <laughs> it was just not. No, I was good.
0: <laughs> I don't want to clean for myself, so I understand. So. Yeah. That
1: was...
0: <laughs> um, and so, uh, so you said you started during COVID. Um, and so you're, you're primarily online outside of some of the different events that you hold, right? Correct. And what's the website? collection Dot com. All right. Um, and so, and you said that you like to stock things that aren't in the stores. Why is that?
1: Right. Because if you can find it in the store, then why would you want to shop with me?
0: There you go. Shortened to the point. <laughs> uh, and so, um, now you do, you, so you... Were you going to events similar to the Black Business Expo before you decided to start that? Um, Like the little pop-up events, were you already doing those before the expo?
1: Yeah, yeah, I was. Um, They weren't super popular in our area as far as pop-up markets. They were more like craft fairs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're geared more to like handmade uh, people. And that was kind of like the that was it mm-hmm. Like you know if you weren't a hand crafter you weren't handmade or baker like you pretty much didn't fit in with them so uh the pop-up market started really slow here and then um once i started them for myself and then mm-hmm. like opening it up to like more than hand crafters it kind of became more of a a community uh event thing so that mm-hmm. was kind of
0: great uh, very cool um and yeah so in, in, can you talk a little bit more about that difference to so that so here in Northeast PA, we already have a lot of the craft fairs that are happening. But you were taking folks who had items to sell, but they weren't handmade. Talk a little bit more about that.
1: Right. So, you know, everybody um, isn't a crafter, you know, mm-hmm. but we do have items and, you know, sometimes we kind of do personalized items per the customer's request. So we're not technically hand crafters, mm-hmm. but we're, re- we're resellers and we have items that you won't find in the store. We have items that customers are looking for right on hand, or, you know, we can get the particular things that you can't just order online through a corporate, mm-hmm. uh, you know, website. But when you have somebody local, it's more um, personal and it's more inclusive to what you can get. So it's uh, it's more of a convenient yeah. thing. Yeah. So, uh, um. Yeah. So I I wanted to give those people, including myself, because I'm like I sell purses and I need people to know that I sell purses. But when I would sign up for craft fairs, I'm not. A crafter, and I'm not hand making (laughs) the purses that I sell, so it's like I didn't really fit in. So how do I fit in? Well, make away. Right, right, right. I know what
0: I did. So very cool. Um, and so you started with the, the, the smaller pop-ups. What was the, the onus, which we're getting to, is, is the, the big one sort of where I first, where I think a lot of people first sort of really heard of you, um, was back in 2021, the, uh, the Black-Owned Business Expo. So how do you go from these small little pop-ups that are happening all over NEPA to this one big event where that first year you brought out 700 vendors? Well,
1: um, the thing about it was, you see the craft fairs and we're in a predominantly white area. So mm-hmm. it's not to go to say that, you know, they were excluding us per se, but we weren't, and that's all minority, mm-hmm. we, that we weren't a part of their events. And, you know, um, and it's kind of crazy because we do have a lot of hand talented and hand crafters, uh, in our, in our area that are not white. Mm-hmm. So it's like, where do they get to shine too? Right. So when, um, I was doing the events and I noticed that we were lacking, like, the diversity in the area of being able to highlight our businesses. There was no opportunity. So how do I bring this opportunity to this area? And, you know, I figured it out. I I turned away. I got to change the name like it was like it was kind of rough on the back end and, and um talk about I, that talk
0: about that talk about that
1: I always I was just about to say I always just like kind of skim talking, to no, no, really no. get depth about it but it was hard it wasn't easy at all and first here's this little you know I'm a light-skinned Puerto Rican woman and everybody's just like no not you and mm-hmm. or like um how do i bridge this connection with the community and the businesses and um still highlight the black and brown businesses without them um judging us in a way you mm-hmm. know um and how do they see us in a different light than the statistics uh put out for us so um i wanted uh i wanted to to be professional i wanted you know everybody um in the n e p a area and the surrounding areas to be able to come out and show out um you know not only like their um their services and their products but you know their actual handcrafted talents that are normally displayed all the time Mm -hmm. in the area but just not by uh the minority so it was like um we had i uh we had to like have this event so um it was hard in the back end you know i got the venues that i would normally reach out with and get like you know a conversation Mm -hmm. it was more like Conversation was not there. Conversations weren't happening. Callbacks weren't coming in. Uh, the request to change the name—I'll never get over it. It was like, and I just won't go back to that venue. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know. So it's a, it was a lot. But
0: um, and the name we're talking about is Black Owned Business Expo. And so and there were that, yeah so,
1: that name in itself. Yeah,
0: and so that there were venues who were like, well, maybe if you change the name of the event, we can
1: talk. It could be possible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and I think that and. And I think that right there kind of lit the fire mm-hmm. and like, well, if they feel that much towards it, that just goes to show that it's a huge necessity. It's not even like a want, it's not even like it should be done. Like it's a must be done no matter what now. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I, I, I did it. I, you know, I had some friends behind me help. So that was great. And, um, uh it, it was it was successful for everybody yeah. involved and even the community mm-hmm. so yeah, i look forward to hosting the 3rd year
0: yeah so yeah and so you had what 70 the first year it was about 50 for the second year um yes, yes. and still so still doing it big um what has been the feedback from from our community um about this these expos happening and things of that nature
1: so as far as every like uh, both ends mm-hmm. which is kind of really weird but it's been great mm-hmm. but like from um from the the black and brown community it was a huge deal mm-hmm. it's huge like i gave them an opportunity that nobody else would give them it was like our businesses were on mute until this event mm-hmm. and now it's like oh um you know we're all over the billboard we're all over the radio we're all over the newspapers we're all over the tv now but why couldn't we have you know these even small segments yeah, for yeah, yeah. our our small um black and brown businesses in the area like why did it have to take this event mm-hmm. To like display the greatness within our community, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of sad, you know. Well,
0: I mean, it's sad, but it's also kind of cool. But that, that, that you're the one who spearheaded that, though, right? And so, I mean, um, I think, and I think, you know, there there were small pockets who were trying to get things up and running, but you were like, "I'm just going to do this," because I know by the time I found out, I, people were asking, "Oh, are you, you know, you you're going to this, or you're part of this," and I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." This <laughs> I don't know who she is, but she just picked up and said, "I'm doing this," and y'all can either get on board or get off. And everybody got on board. <laughs> That's
1: right, right, well, in the beginning, no, oh, like uh I it was no no well, yeah,
0: right, me. right, like, mm-hmm. it's
1: not gonna happen, like they're um, you know, now, like uh, that people see that it's big, the organizations, the businesses, and now they're like, how can we help, right. how can we help, but like when you're small and you're a nobody, they're just like you're you're not it's not gonna take off, you're not gonna pull this together, like it's there's no way,, yeah, so,
0: yeah. we're
1: not worried about you,
0: another word now though. <laughs>
1: uh i'm really honored to be able to have brought such an event to the community Mm -hmm. and to be able like my whole goal and mission when i started doing events was to connect the businesses with the community Mm -hmm. and that will always be like my main focus because um we deserve to be supported and the community uh deserves to be able to shop within uh, their own community mm-hmm. and you know not be ripped off by these corporations no. and they deserve to have like that attention that a small business owners can give them oh,
0: agreed uh, and talk about that a little bit the the notion of not having to uh to to be, well, the notion of being able to shop where you live and find the kind of products you want that's a that's been a reoccurring theme with some of the interviews for this podcast is the idea of where where do we shop where do we find businesses that sell the products that we want um not sort of the generalized thing and so can you talk a little bit about um what the 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 pop-ups that you're doing and how it's filling that gap where if there are products that are normally in new york or philly that we don't get here you know at boscov's or wherever but Uh but your pop-ups are bringing that here can you talk about that importance
1: right it's super important and that's why i love hosting the pop-ups frequently and i try to grab different places because um even though like it's still local Uh, Or it still may be a little out of reach to some people. As long as we keep moving them around, everybody gets the chance to uh, display their products and services to the community Mm -hmm. and different areas of the community. So it's super important because... The vendors change. Mm -hmm. No event has the two same vendors all the time. You know what I mean? So the products change. The services change. So every event is a different and new event because we have different products. We have different services and different vendors are coming out and, you know, wanting to market their businesses and, um, sell their products. So, uh, I think for the community, it's really huge. Uh, and I think that, um, It works because again the diversity of the mix of businesses and vendors and crafters within each event Mm -hmm. is a different shopping experience
0: no that's nice that's a nice way to think about that
1: you know what i mean like you're not going to walmart and you're seeing the same products the same brands the same everything every day it doesn't change Mm -hmm. until they're wiping somebody else out and somebody else in but with us that's not what we're doing we're rotating, mm. you know what I mean? Vendors are coming in and out and um, they're learning their target audience at the same time. They're learning mm. um, through this experience as well, you mm. know, so they know how uh, how to set up for the next event and what their target audience is mm. and, you know, their location that they do well. Mm. So at the same time that uh, we're helping the community get the different uh, products and services, we're also helping the business owners get that different experience mm-hmm. and that growth of different um, locations and customers that they learn to accommodate to or, you know, yeah. however they can see fit to work with the community. So mm-hmm. I think it's a great experience on both
0: ends. Oh, yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about that? That's really cool. The, the notion that the businesses are learning more because I think a, a lot of these businesses haven't had traditional business school training or aren't brick and mortars where they had to go through a lot of the things. The the, the the red tape that you normally have to go through so they've got a product and they're just looking to sell talk about the importance of these pop-ups as a way of, of almost being a business a real world business education
1: right so a lot of people think that when um, they're at a pop-up they're they're there to make thousands and thousands of dollars and they're gonna get hundreds and hundreds of people and you know sometimes that's the case right. and other times that's just not the case mm-hmm. so you never know but to have that that opportunity to market um to new people. It's fresh eyes. There's you're not running and I don't care what anybody says, mm-hmm. when you're running into any local mall, the chances of you running into the same person all the time are like slim to none. Right. I don't care how many times you go into the mall. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? It's slim to none. But the products, they remain the same. Right. So uh, uh I got I got caught up in yeah. that for a second. <laughs> um I think that, um, with that being said, it's, uh, it's a, a, a need that, um, we get that mix in. Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, and so, um, so you branched out. So you started off with the black owned business expo, um, and you were yeah. doing the small little pop-ups and now, um, you're doing, I'd say these are bigger than pop-ups. Now you're doing some of the, uh, the, uh, fundraising. So talk about the, uh, the, what was it? The, the, the bikers.
1: Yes, Mm -hmm. Grant and Bike Weekend. Mm -hmm. So I mean, that's another event, um, a huge event that happens now. And that's a a charity event. Uh, We pick a different charity uh, every year or a nonprofit organization, I should say, uh, to benefit uh, from the event every year. Um, It was another event that's happening, you know, everywhere. And it's like, why are we why don't we have one local? Mm-hmm. Why do we have to travel three, four, five, six hours to enjoy, you know, events that happen frequently? Yeah. Um so it's like, yeah, we need a, you know, biker friendly event. Like I like to ride, I ride passengers mm-hmm. still. So that was um super important. Um, I, I wanted an event that, you know, does happen frequently but that doesn't happen here. I wanted to be able to do a charity, like a real fundraising event. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh because you know yeah i help the small businesses but i wanted to do something more so it's help the small businesses meet the community mm-hmm. as well as now a non-profit organization we can help at the same time yeah. so like a lot of my events um i don't charge at the door uh so that people the public spectators have the opportunity to spend that extra money mm-hmm. with the small businesses and. And now with the Scranton Bike Weekend, it's going into an actual nonprofit organization. So uh, that's huge. Um, And um, I really enjoy doing the Scranton Bike Weekend. So this year we're coming back for our second Mm -hmm. year. Uh, We have a new location. We added a lot of new things to happen. Um, So it's going to be a lot of new fun. So I'm super excited about that. So, yeah, that was another that's another one of my big events. And um, I'm super proud of that one um, just as well, because, uh, again, now we're not just uh, interacting the businesses with the community. We're adding the nonprofit organizations that need yeah. that little bit of help as well. So, you know, all hands working together
0: yeah. can accomplish greatness. Well, and so. and then you take it a step further. You just wrapped up Kids Biz. Yeah, and so yeah, right. So yeah, <laughs> so you to the businesses, you're working with the nonprofit world. And so now you gave kids who are young opportun- entrepreneurs a chance to shine as well. Talk about this one.
1: Right. So I mean, of course, we're, we all are business owners, entrepreneurs, you know, crafters, and we were kids once. So at some point in our life growing up, it's either we we thought we might want to run a business one day. We weren't sure if that was even an option for us. You know, who knew we could own a Walmart or we can own a Dunkin' Donuts or we can own that mom and pop pizza store in the corner that we eat at every day? Like, we don't know that growing up. You know what I mean? We just know that it's there. So um, but then there's kids now that are so hands on and parents who are hands on and they do teach their kids that these opportunities do exist. So I want to work with those parents. But I also want to work with the parents who are unable to show the kids the opportunities that do exist. And I'm not saying nothing against college. College is great. It's a great opportunity. Kids should experience. But their college isn't for all kids. So, um, you know, uh, they need to know that there's another uh, outlet to be successful if they feel as though college is not for them. And I'm not saying that kids can't go to college and still run a business because they can do that, too. So, um, But it just goes to show that there's so much opportunities and their kids are not shown all the ways that they can be successful in life. So this was another great way to grab the kids who are um either interested in entrepreneurship or they already like are hand- are all the way in and they just need another way to you know market their business. Um so I have a lot of great plans happening for kids biz like um and we had a really great response. Yeah. Like I was super surprised but um not surprised but because people do love helping right, kids. Right, right. You know what I mean? So it, it's um to have such an opportunity. And again, um these simple uh thoughts of events for kids or for uh businesses are like they're not happening. So I'm I'm just super excited to be able to, you know, bring these opportunities. So yeah. And um I love the kids. I have two kids who um are entrepreneurs and um, it was uh, kind of a spark to me. They're watching, you know, mom do all of this, and that's like, how do I share my knowledge as I'm gaining the knowledge? Mm-hmm. Because while I'm doing all of this, I'm literally learning as I'm growing. So at the same time, it's like I can't shut my kids out. They need to know. Um, what I'm doing um, in the in the entrepreneur world too because they're like, what, well, mom's not going to a nine to five every day right. like everybody else's parents. Like, what is she doing? Yeah. So it was a great way to kind of show them that um, there's different lifestyles. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people live different lifestyles and uh, people are successful in different mm-hmm. ways. And um, my kids, the key to that, and I was watching myself teach them and them watching me. And I'm like, if I'm doing this, how many other parents are doing right, this? Right. Okay, wait, now we gotta put kids <laughs> together. <laughs> so yeah. that's kinda how that went
0: off. No, that's really so cool. Um, and so it seems like through this thread of what you've taught uh you've done. So you, you you start off with your own small business where you're selling purses and trying to 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 reach a community that is almost left out in the local, you know, sort of business scene as far as uh, the items that you sell. And then it grows into these pop-ups when you recognize that there are other businesses like yours who are somewhat left out and on the fringe. And then you put all the businesses together and now you've got, you're working in the nonprofit world. You're working with the kids. It seems that you're, which is great for this podcast, but your idea of representation is that you're going to see us. Like, it's no longer a question like every time i turn around you've got something else going on in a way that's 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 saying we're here but not in this you know let's get into the politics of 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 representation and race and what's going on in this community no no we got businesses we have items to sell you're looking to buy things here we are and you're yep. not going away talk about the importance of of almost streamlining because that's one, you know, and as someone who works with the chamber and other groups in the chamber, you know, his podcast and these things, you move so fast. <laughs> like, every time we turn around, it's like, Janice is doing something else. <laughs> Do we need to? Nope, she's good. We're good. Like, okay. Nope. All right. Does she need help? No? All right. Like, it's one of those, every time we turn around, it's, we're trying to play catch up, but you work in this space that's almost perfect where you don't know enough to ask the bigger questions. So it makes what you do very lean because that kids biz, I talked with you about that in the fall and I turned around and it's on WNEP that you're doing the kids biz, you know, talk about the importance of, of how you function. And, 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 and I know for you, you're probably like, I don't know what I'm doing. Dan. stop. Talking. No, no, But you do like you work in this way that, that streamlines and you check enough of the boxes that those who need to know what you're doing, see it. But you don't mm-hmm. get bogged down in can we or will they accept or these things? You're worried about representation. You need to see our businesses. Nothing else matters. Talk about that nope. approach and why that and why uh, representation is so important for you. Nobody's
1: going to tell me now. <laughs> it's not going to happen um, more so because it's I'm not doing it for myself. Mm-hmm you know what i mean like I, anything i do with all of this even though like it is my business it's what i do for work it's i don't do it for the income mm-hmm. i literally do it because i seen the holes that were missing and i love connecting the business to the community so it's like i'm not waiting for anybody mm-hmm to tell me yes or no, or to tell me there's funding available to help me, or that I need uh, you know, the the city approval or I need uh nonprofit organizations approvals or, you know, I need backup from these community organizations that are already like years in and financed mm-hmm. in and they're all good. I don't need that. I don't need it because it's um and I don't I'm not saying like grants are a great thing Mm -hmm. they really are but when you have um when you have the drive and you have the community and you know what's missing and what's needed and what's wanted the finance will just take care of itself Mm -hmm. so i don't need the bigger overhead people saying you know you can't do it without us because of x y and z (laughs) About you <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do it without <laughs>
0: you, and then I'll decide whether or not I want to do it with you after you see me that it already.
1: Right, right. And I mean, here's the crazy part: like, I started three years ago doing the small pop ups, right? And you know what's kind of funny? The 20th of this month would be the the first time I had a pop up, mm-hmm. so I'll make three years. So doing this for three years and having very minimal, uh, like big support, it it says a lot in yeah. itself. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't like it. It's going to get done no matter what because there's a need for it. The community wants it and what the community wants, they will support. So, And that just says that all in Mm -hmm. its own. You know what I mean? Um, Now, with uh, it being important to be able to streamline it as fast as I do, again, it's based on the community's Mm -hmm. wants. You know, they want it. There's a need for it. So it's like, it's a no-brainer when you see like, what Scrand Fair or Lizard mm-hmm. I'll say lizard County, Lackawanna mm-hmm. County, NEPA in itself, what they're missing. And like we're all local. We all support and drive within each uh each other's cities and communities to either shop or support family or doing whatever we do. It's like there's so much more in the community and we can like come out and support each other in bigger ways. Yeah. So uh if as long as you know what the community wants and what they're looking for. It's a, it becomes easy. Like, you know, like we know people love to support kids, but why is not nobody supporting kids who want right. to be in business? It's a no brainer that there's kids who want to be in business. It's a no brainer that there's kids who want to learn financial freedom and financial literacy and, and generational wealth. And, you know, and then there's those kids who have it accessible at home that don't even realize that for them it's a no-brainer. Yeah. So that's it, it comes easy for them. To them, they don't know any, they don't care. They, they're already learning it mm-hmm. at home, but they're not getting the, the opportunity to actually set up right. itself. even though they're getting right. the knowledge. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? So there's so many different backgrounds to play around with, uh, you know, um, the kids and, and just even regular entrepreneur business owners. So you kind of got to put yourself in the box outside of a mm-hmm. box to see what may be needed or missing or wanted yeah. and, and kinda just run with it. And then you know, if it's a flop, hey, it's a flop. On to the next right, one. <laughs> right.
0: Um so what how does what does that do for you internally? Um that you're sort of this connector that you, you're finding these gaps and, and, and holes that are in the community and being able to connect you know these businesses to the, to these venues that they may not have ever, ever thought oh I can go sell my, my product in these venues What does that do for you internally that you're this connector that's that's sort of you know sweeping in the community and and, and seeing all of this and making these changes happen in almost real time knowing that there's others who are watching going, all right, so this is what we need to be doing. Like you're sort of setting the pace and, and setting that standard for this is what community involvement really looks like. How does that...
1: Yeah, let's be real. There's been plenty of organizations in the area that have been doing events and um I'm not saying that they're not of no success, but you know, their their whole goal is to be able to connect the community and the businesses and or whatever their, you know, it may be and it's not happening. But then you get one little single person, and it's pulling the weight. so what is really missing behind the scenes mm-hmm. there? not my business, but <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and yeah, do it, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> so um, I for me, it's truly rewarding, like uh, like I said in the beginning, like I really, really just love to be able to connect these businesses yeah. to the community, and I don't know why, and um, I don't know like it just it does something for me and i really love it and like now to implement the kids it's just even more <laughs> huge but um it, it's, it's truly rewarding when i first started and the response i got I, I first started in one of our local malls and they were even super impressed with the marketing skills that i had none of and um and, and i was like marketing like you know like That's what I did. Oh, okay. Like, you know, so they kind of like opened up a little bit of um, realization for me and um, they were super impressed and my vendors were super impressed and everybody wanted to come back. And then, I grew a group. I started a, a vendor group and I seen it just like continue to grow and grow and grow overnight. And now it's slow mm-hmm. numbers because now I'm like up to a thousand after three years, but I'm like, Hey, that's good. You know, that's good for me. And, um, like it's rewarding and it's more so rewarding because. Especially for the resellers mm-hmm. and the the service, the, the serv- the people with services, they didn't have that real outlet, so now like they have like the opportunity, like, hey, where's Johnny's hosting event? You know, do I fit in? Like, hey, I don't know if I fit in. Is it worth you know taking the opportunity to see if my business does fit mm-hmm. in? And you know, sometimes it's worth it, and sometimes it's not. But at the end of each event, you have opened your business up to quite a few hundreds of new yeah. eyes. Basically, you know, like you, your business was now seen by people who would have never seen your business had you not paid X amount of dollars to be in that Mm -hmm. space. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, when, you know, um, businesses are learning, they're learning that, that's, that, um should you at the same time? Like, you know, is it worth me spending X amount of dollars, you know, to grow my business like this? So it, for me, it's, it's truly rewarding because they're getting educated. They're, they're getting business. They're, you know, getting the opportunity to mm. network with other business owners. Like it's so much happening in even the smallest events that I host. So, um, mm. I love it. Like I, I really do enjoy it. Like, I don't know. It's just it's great. It really is. I do, I do, I no, do It comes it.
0: across in your voice. We can hear that that, that this is what your passion thank is. and So you. Um, so you talk about the nonprofit that you're working on forming, or I'm not sure if it's fully formed yet, where yeah. that's where this is going to yeah. sort of land. The,
1: yeah, so actually I'm working on farming too because Kids Biz has to have one now too because it was like highly demanded. <laughs> um, but the nonprofit that I'm working on right now is um, the NEPA, uh, my Diverse Business mm-hmm. Connections. So um that's going to actually be for the minority communities, our black and brown businesses who need direct resources. Uh, so we will help them like either connect them to resources that we may not have, but that we are um, affiliated with, or we may know yeah. of. And then um, we'll be hosting like um, um, small events to be able to help them um, start, grow and build their businesses. And then, uh, I would like to open it up to where we can actually start teaching and hosting business seminars mm-hmm. uh, for them. And I would like my hopes um, are to keep it low to no cost. Um, Cause I feel like as a nonprofit and as a uh, um, uh, an activist for the business community, it's like we don't have those finances and we can't pay you to help us if we're looking how to grow financing. It's like, how do we start if we have the pay you? So I, I want to find that that way to be able to assist and um, not it be like, you know, fees. I want to be able to keep it either low to no cost. And I think that's what's going to help set me apart from businesses, biz, uh, nonprofits that are already up and yeah. running. Very
0: cool. Um, and that kind of leads me to my next question is, where do you see then the next five to 10 years where's Janice where's the purse business where's the nonprofit and the events like where where are we going because we're following you at this point so where are you taking us <laughs>
1: So, um, the purse collection, to be honest, because I'm getting so like really heartfelt into hosting my events and, you know, organizing these nonprofits and it does take a lot of work behind Mm. the scenes, a lot more than I could have ever imagined. And, um, I really do want that to be like my main focus. So I'm no longer really focusing on, um, my particular Mm. business, um, in itself, uh, I'm really just looking um forward to helping other small businesses and giving more to the community um so that there's uh more things for us to do locally and more shop local mm-hmm. so um hopefully I'll be I'll be the founder of my two nonprofits in the next 5 and um I will have those up and going and I would have cuz I'm what I have I have Comic Con coming as yeah, well. Yeah, that's right. I saw Carol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we needed a Comic Con here, like a real one. So that's gonna be great. And um so with the, all those big events, you know, who knows? I might have another five <laughs> big events. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But I I'm really excited and I look and I I just wanna mm-hmm. say first and foremost, thank you to all my mm-hmm. vendors and supporters in the community itself and everybody who's helped in all the events, um, you know, down to the nonprofit organizations, uh, everybody any at any time that was involved working with me, I really appreciate it because like, without their support and their assistance, like I couldn't be saying happy third anniversary right. to hosting just mm-hmm. events. And so, and having at least one award under my belt, so that's after your first year. That is right. That is right. Right,
0: right, right, right.
1: So that was that was great. So that um, I'm super excited for the next five. That's awesome.
0: That's awesome. Well, I know you don't have the Facebook page, but where if folks want to reach out to you and 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 get in contact, whether they want to be a vendor, uh, they want to have some support behind, or they just want to pitch some ideas, how how should folks best get a hold of you?
1: So right now, like my Facebook is Janice's mm-hmm. purses, and then I do have um, Janice's vendor and craft events. That's private mm-hmm. group for the uh, vendors and crafters who do uh, want to look uh, or uh, participate in an event with me. And then um, all my events pretty much have their own pages, so you know if you just look up the event name, you'll find the event. Uh,
0: the event. Page all right. There. Well, Denise, thank you very much for taking this time today. Um, no, thank you did. <laughs> hey, I'm just. Okay. I'm trying to build a platform for everybody to get a chance to to get yeah, the flowers. This is
1: amazing what you're doing is super amazing like you're doing almost the same thing in a different stream so that's awesome and congratulations well, thank you to very you. much i
0: thank you very much so i'm hoping this grows and that we can uh we can get all these businesses together and, and start highlighting them and really let the world know sort of that we're here and uh we're following your lead and we're not just that to ask questions anymore we're just taking over so
1: <laughs>
0: yeah that's right just take over don't uh,
1: ask don't ask for <laughs> permission ask for forgiveness later It's needed. Is.
0: all right Denise, <laughs> thank you so much Thank you.